This is Fantasy Book Club. Welcome to Fantasy Book Club. This is the Internet's Book Club. Just by listening, you are a member. My name is Sydney Lyerly. And I'm Colton Pratt. And welcome back. We are reading uh, Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. And this week we read 19, 20, and 21. So make sure you have those read. They're great. They're great They're chapters. so good. They're 20, very good. Let me tell you, 20, probably my favorite chapter now. Yeah. Just saying. Um, next week we're reading chapter 22. And that's it. Just it's long. It's a long, it's a long, long, long chapter. So we're just reading twenty two. So easy week. I mean, not really that easy, <laughs> but just one, just one chapter. All you have yeah. to do is read one chapter. It's not that bad. Yeah, just you got man it. Man up and do it. Make sure you do it. Just man up. Just do it. Or woman up. Just or do woman it. Up. Powerful yourself up and <laughs> do it. Powerful yourself up. I don't know whether like <laughs> gen- per- person up doesn't sound right. <laughs> Alrighty, oh, so we're going to start with a uh, long and, and extensive summary of what happened in these chapters. So uh, A long and extensive summary. So normally I say brief and then we correct ourselves, so I decided to be more accurate. Sydney, <laughs> um, if you want to begin your, your chapter, chapter 19, go ahead and tell us what happens. Yes, so here's chapter 19. We start off with Denth and Tongfa and Vivenna. They are checking out this new house they just bought that's like really kind of big, and Vivenna's kind of like... She doesn't really like the fact that she's living in this big house, and it's yeah. considered modest in Helendron, but it'd be, like, big compared to Idris. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're moving because? Because they destroyed Lemmings' house. and Trashed it. They, like, Denth literally talks about in this, Denth and Tongfa in this chapter talk about the fact that Lemmings' house is going to be, like, robbed anyways here soon. Yeah. And then they talk about the fact that, um, they're going to find Lemus's dead body and no one's going to claim it until they're just going to like burn it and get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. And Vivenna's like really offended by that. And, um, she just gets offended by everything. She's very easily offended for yeah. sure. Um, when they talk about meeting with, uh, they talk about VAR. So they talk about a meeting with VAR's allies who are just people who worked in the field and they're not super trustworthy. And Vivenna's kind of like, oh. I don't really want to do this. And Dent's like, well, we don't really have much of a choice. Sorry. We mm-hmm. got to start somewhere. And they have all these plans and they're kind of like dangerous and um, violent. And Vivenna doesn't really like that. Like she doesn't like the violence, but yeah. Dent and Tongfa, I think are kind of not like annoyed, but I think they're a little kind of like, okay, look, you got to have to do this our way. Yeah. And Vivenna's kind of like, no, we're going to do this my way. Dent in particular is like, Listen. Yeah. There's only so much you can do to please you. Yes. He's yeah. trying. He's yeah. trying real hard. And then Tongfa is just Tongfa. You know? Tongfa's vibing. He always <laughs> is vibing. Yeah. He's he, just chilling. I don't think his parrot gets mentioned in this one either. I think he might have lost the parrot. <laughs> his parrot's gone. Um, Rip parrot. Yeah. Um, uh, were you going to say something? I was going to say that Tongfa has talked about how often he could just, he's super chill. He falls asleep everywhere. He just can just pass out. I also like that they mentioned that the uh, two uh, mercenaries were laying on the ground, and she described it. They looked as comfortable as if they were on a couch. Yes. Like, they were just vibing. And she was, like, refusing to sit on the wood floor because yeah. they don't have any furniture right now. Because it's like, the house they bought. Vanna has sent Parlin to go get the furniture. Yeah. Um, But they're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, someone storms in. Just the door and, gets kicked open. Yes, the door gone. And it's a lifeless. And Vivenna's like, crap, we are doomed. And she's like yelling at Denth and Tongfa to come and fight this Attack. guy. And Denth and Tongfa are just laughing. Yeah. And and Vivenna's like, what in the world? And then we get to meet the third member of the group. We get to meet Jules. Jules. Yeah. And she um, has a lifeless. Like she owns this lifeless. She bought him. And his name is Claude. We love Claude. Which is so, I love the name. Love yeah. Claude. It's kind of funny. Um, but, you know, Vivenna is not pleased that Jules has this um, lifeless. She's not not thrilled about it. Yeah. And she's kind of like low-key judging them. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she's like kind of mad that, you know, this is happening. Because she's like, well, first I have to be stuck here with all these colors. And I have all this breath. And now I got to deal with this thing. Dead guy. Yes. And she's um she's not happening. And yeah. You're not having it. And so Jules is kind of just ignoring her because I feel like Jules just has no interest in Vivenna at all. Yeah. So she's Jules is doing that. Jules hands out some swords that they bought and yeah. tells uh, Claude to go stand in the corner. 
And Denth comes over and sits down because he sees that Vivenna is like freaking out. Real upset. And I appreciate Denth for this. Yeah. I feel like Denth is like Loki kind of a sweet guy. Yeah. Because he like goes over and he's like, is this going to be a problem? Yeah. And then she's like, this is ridiculous. I can't do this. And Denth is like, well, it's either you have us with the lifeless or we're gone. Yeah. Which, I mean, good for him, I guess, for setting down the law. But I also I appreciate he says, I mean, if you can't handle this lifeless, we'll leave. We'll we'll take your we'll give you back your deposit and we'll hire you a new crew. Yeah. But if you want us, we need the lifeless. Yes. Which I appreciate. I appreciate that too. And it's kind of funny because Vivenna's like, You're my employee. And Dent's like, Yeah, but I can quit whenever. Yeah. So employees get to they they withhold the right to quit if they need to. Yeah. And then he Entitled. brings up the fact that like her father was willing to use means that he didn't agree with. Yeah. And he's like, well, if using a lifeless could save your whole kingdom, aren't you going to choose to do that? And Vivenna's yeah. like, fine, you know. And she's kind of just decided that she's got to suck it up. Good. Um, <laughs> but she also brings up, uh, Jens brings up the fact um, that if uh, Vivenna rejects um, them because of their sins mm-hmm. and that's against the five visions which we don't know a lot about the five visions it's part of her religion yeah but Vivenna's like why does he know so much yeah. which I think is interesting I feel like Denth knows a lot more than he lets on mm. something to theorize about yeah I just think he's really smart oh you think okay no I don't think good theory. anything good crazy theory. I just yeah. think he's like got a lot of knowledge smart he's guy. done a lot of like studying yeah okay that's, that's a good a theory smart guy um and then they talk about like Jules a little bit, why she brought all this, all these weapons, and she uh, is just not super happy about it. And then Tenth brings up the fact that she's Vivana's got all these breaths; she yeah. might as well use them because it'll be helpful for their cause. And she's got them; why waste them? And Vivana gets so angry. But wait, here's the I like their analogies they use. Tenth's uh, analogy is uh, if you buy a sword that five slaves got killed to make a dozen slaves uh sorry a dozen slaves got killed to yeah. make uh would you wh- what would you not use the sword or would you melt it down and it's like throw it away or would you actually like use the sword because you have it it's it would be a waste to not use the thing that they died yeah. for and then um Vivenna's argument is if you buy the sword you are supporting the organization that's killing slaves to make swords like so yeah it either it's i both their arguments are kind of sound though like i i do mm-hmm. kind of agree but i feel like for Vivenna, she already has the breath she there's already no bought the getting sword. rid of them yeah. she doesn't have any other choice she might as well use them yeah but because she, she has them she's like i'll just rather i'd rather die i'd yeah. rather die with them and let them go away than yeah but she's like, I will turn a blind eye towards lifeless, but I'm not going to awaken. I'm not going yeah. to be an awakener. And she's just not having it. And Denth is like, okay, fine, whatever. It's your choice. And he, he kind of says, this is interesting, and I thought this was kind of good. He says, you're the boss, and it's your kingdom. If we fail, the only thing I lose is, is an employer. Yep. Which is fair. Yeah, it is. And then Jules comes over to Denth and talks about him, who we find out pretty quickly who him is. But talks tax. about him being there first and tax. Yes. That's who him tax. is. Tax. Also known as Vasher. Vasher. Woo! Yeah. Vasher's back. Uh, his name is Tax, apparently. But now but he goes by Vasher. It. Um, but it, I think that was interesting. Yeah. That also Tax is an interesting name to begin with. It's fantasy world. So is Dedelin. I know. It's so is Vasher, but Ceciliana. It's funny. Um A lot of their names are stutters, by the way. I just realized Dedelin. To tell her, Ceciliana. A lot of them sound like they're stutter- stuttering. Vivenna. Vivenna. Yeah, there's so many of them. <laughs> well, um, anyway. so now we know that Vasher also was taxed before, and now he's Vasher. Faffin? And uh, maybe maybe it's like an Idrian thing to to like repeat the first sound. Maybe it's like Might a, be. Because all three of the, the kids that we know is Faffin, Faff, Vivenna, Viv, and Ceciliana, Sis. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's like a repeating thing. I don't know. I just I just I noticed that, that just now all of the siblings have that <laughs> have that in common. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> um uh so Jules is talking about uh uh Fasher having all this breath and like the sword and Vivenna's like, that's who I saw. Yeah. And Denth and like Tonkfa are or Denth is not happy about it. Denth does not like Vasher. Why Jules is, that? is worried, Tonk is Tongfa is worried. Why isn't Denth like Vasher? Because uh, Vasher killed his friend, one of the one of his uh, his 
partners. The crew used to have four. Yes. Now it has and three. The crew, the guy's name is um, R. Steel. Yeah. And so Denth is talking about this, and Vivenna's like, I saw him, mm-hmm. and they're like, that's not not great. Oh, also, I want to say, when R. Steel was killed, uh, Tonk Fa says he used his sword, the powerful cheating sword. Yes, night blood. And uh, Jules says there was no like corruption around the wound. So it, it, Yes, because that's how we know Nightblood's been used. Yeah, Nightblood apparently leaves some corruption around the wound. Yeah. And he and Tong Fa says he must have cut it out because there's no way he beat him in a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Uh so they they believe that that uh they basically they think a fair fight is you don't get to use Nightblood. Yeah. And they believe that they had to have used Nightblood to kill Arsteel, because apparently Arsteel is a very good swordsman. Not quite as good as Denth. Denth is the best. Yeah. But he is apparently supposed to be better than Vasher. Yeah. Which is Fine, Crazy. you can say whatever you want about that, but Vasher's already shown to be good at killing, so um, but yeah, it's just interesting because Denth really wants to get rid of Vasher. D- Denth wants to one on one him with swords, yeah. yes, Denth wants him gone, Absolutely. which is fair because Vasher killed his friends, so I get it, yeah. Um, but so Vivenna tells them that he, uh, she saw him, and um, Jules is like, That's not great, he's a step ahead. And Denth is freaking out, and Vivenna's like, well, it could just have been a coincidence. And Denth is like, no, it's not a coincidence. And then he goes, he knows exactly who you are, and he's planning on killing you, probably. Yeah. And he's also planning on killing us, so there's that, yeah. too. And that's where the chapter ends. Awesome. So now we know that Vasher is maybe not a good guy at all. Maybe. Because he might be trying to kill Vivenna. We don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's misguided. He has. <laughs> he does have very anti-hero vibes to him, for sure. I um, feel like but maybe this just chapter kind of ruined my whole perspective of Vasher. Really? Yeah. The man's killed a lot of people, but killing Arsteel is the is where you draw the line. It's I don't know. I really like Denth and Tongfa. That's fair. And I just feel like in my mind they hold a very good, like happy place because they feel like very good, fun people to me. Mm-hmm. And Finding out that Vasher killed their friend and it really upsets them upsets me. Fair. Which is so weird. Fair. But I become really attached to Denth and Tongfa, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's fair. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, theories. Okay, let's see. Why are names changing? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I feel like Vasher, or I feel like Vasher changed his name because he's trying to hide. Mm-hmm. We're trying to become somebody new, which mm-hmm. would make sense for a name change, right? Yeah. But I wonder because I guess it was never stated that Vasher was like a a rebel, like an Idrian rebel or anything. Nope. But I wonder if he was born in Holendron and is now like, well, okay. So we know that Denth and Tongfa were friends with Vasher when he was taxed. Quote unquote friends. Yes. But I feel like they might have actually been good friends. Okay. And when Vasher kind of like, so he would have lived in Holendron with them, would have helped them with whatever. And then he suddenly, for some reason, decided that he needed to go off on his own and do things differently. Like, I don't know, something happened or yeah. like something in Holendron that he doesn't like or something. And now he's gone off, changed his name. Mm-hmm. Got Actually, I bet it happened when he acquired Nightblood. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like Nightblood has just tainted him. You think Nightblood's tainted him? I feel like he might have. Maybe. Uh, also, I wanted to say something. The At the very beginning of this chapter, before Claude and Jules showed up, they were planning a bunch of sabotages to slow down the war. Like That yes. was what they were planning. Yeah. Death of on them. So like they were going to sabotage the lifeless, meet with some of the people that Var yes. worked with. That's that why I said they were talking about like all the violent stuff they wanted yeah. to do. And then Venom's like, well, can we not do this violent stuff? Yeah. And Ven- and. Oh my gosh, it was funny because Denth is like, what, you just want us to show up with puppies? And, and then, then Tongfa goes, and then we'll just kill the puppies. <laughs> and then we'll kill the puppies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what that's what they're up to. Uh, yes. Are there any other things you want to theorize about this chapter? Um, Not really. Do you think Ben is ever going to renege and become an Awakener? Yes. You think so? I do. I do think so. I do think you- she's going to, I think she's going to get to the point where she has to do it because she's got no other option. Yeah. And then she's just going to enjoy doing it. Do you think Vasher is actually going to be attempting to murder all of them? Do you think like, he's going to chase them down? I could see it. Why didn't he kill her? He had her. Because then everyone would have seen. Would have seen. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's why. All right. I think he also just needed to know she was there. Like he's confirming? Because I think Vasher. I think Vasher's a planner. He does seem that way. Yeah. All right. Moving on then to chapter 20. Woo! Series favorite chapter. Sorry. 
Sydney's favorite Stop chapter. Stop that. <laughs> I've, I've made that mistake so many times for some reason. So bad. This is Sydney's favorite chapter in the book. And also, Sydney doesn't get to lead this one. So, haha. It's, uh, it's my chapter. Um, so it opens uh, with Siri. Uh, she's feeling confident. She's by the door to the God King's bedchamber uh, with blue fingers. She doesn't care anymore at this point because it's been yeah. like weeks. She's feeling confident. Uh, she she feels like she's learning the social dynamic of the palace and like what she can do. She's attended a couple of the like meetings in the court of gods. She's doing her whole thing. She, every night she goes in, does her little bounce routine um, <laughs> to trick the listeners. Like she's she's vibing. Also, she gets to sleep on the she gets to sleep on the bed now instead of on the floor. Like she has this whole. Yeah whole system figured out and as she's going in Bluefinger seems weird uh and Bluefinger reveals that he wants siri to not have this kid yeah. because that is the danger according to him the and danger is if I you also have should this point children, out child. the fact that Bluefinger lets her know that everybody like in the palace knows that she's actually doing it with the god king now yeah or just in the doing palace. it but they all they're all like oh we're hearing the noises we're hearing the noises everybody yeah. everybody knows we're hearing the noises. um but Bluefinger also says uh that don't Ask questions if you need. If you don't understand, read your histories. Yeah, because you should know this. Um, and then uh, he also says, "Don't tell anybody," because just me talking to you about this kind of stuff is risking my life. Because there's yeah. so many factions that I'm a part of that they would kill me if they yeah. found out. I feel like because series like this is frustrating, but yeah, I also she does point out later on that she thinks of him as kind of like her only friend in the palace, and yeah. she respects the fact that he's still willing to talk to her. Yeah, even though it could kill him, and he has to be kind of obscure with it. Yeah, and I respect the fact that he's literally risking his life to tell her this stuff, mm -hmm. even though it could kill him. Right. Uh, so anyway, he also says, from now on, you're gonna let yourself, you're gonna let yourself into the bedchamber. Uh, after you get dressed, you're gonna go wait about a hundred heartbeats and then enter the God King's bedchamber. How do you count a hundred heartbeats? I. It's funny because I actually think that's what Bluefingers uses to keep time now, because she always is confused by how he knows. Yeah. It seems like he might be keeping time by counting his own heartbeats all the time. But it's just, I feel like. That's one that wouldn't be super reliable because people have like different heartbeat speeds. I don't know. And also, how do you count your own heartbeat? Like, I mean, I guess one, you can feel it, two, but three, four, <laughs> five. I shouldn't have been counting out loud because there are gonna be doctors listening to me and like, wow, your heart rate is so high. Or <laughs> so low. Like, I'm I'm gonna be in trouble for doing that. Oh, anyway, gosh. she walks in the bedchamber. Uh, she does her the whole like bouncing moaning thing, as she does, uh, and she was laying in bed afterwards fall, like falling asleep in the nice covers yeah. and thinking about how uh, vague and difficult Bluefingers was being, how she was upset about that. Yeah. She also points out that it's weird that he said to read your histories because if it was that obvious in histories, why couldn't he tell tell her? Yeah. So that might be a secret to something. Um, and as she's falling asleep, uh, she all of a sudden opens her eyes and is startled greatly because the god king is standing there looming over her he's staring uh, at her yeah that'd be creepy like, right can you bed. imagine that you're just sitting there and all of a sudden the shadow yeah. comes over you and just this guy who you Seven heard so tall, many bad things man. about yeah, and glowing. he's standing over you uh and she screams and the scream interestingly scares the god king he stumbles backwards yeah. like it, it, it actually like physically startles, startles him. him uh and she comes down. It's like it's all right. I'm sorry. I'm scared. You it's, you just startled me. And so he slowly. Yeah, she talked to him again. Yeah, he tentatively comes back over and uh, sits down. Uh, yeah. uh, and he starts to take off his shirt. Well, I also want to point out. She says, um, carefully showing more uncertainty than she'd expect ever expect from a man who had the title of God King. He moved back to the bed. Yeah, that just shows how like nervous and like he's acting very nervous and shy yeah, right now which is really interesting uh and uh he goes back over and he sits on the edge of the bed acting nervous acting weird and starts to lift the bottom of his shirt and she's like frick now's the time no i'm not ready i don't want it because she thinks he's undressing like it's the, gonna happen yeah um but he pulls out a children's book from underneath his uh -huh. underneath his shirt uh and he opens it to the first the front page and motions for her to read it uh, and I'm going to do a Colton's dramatic reading of the sex interaction because I really like it. I also want to point out the fact that it says when um, she looks up at him, he, his face is less stiff than normal. Yeah. And I think that just kind of shows that, like, he's gotten kind of comfortable with her being around, I guess. Yep. Uh, okay. So I'm going to do a dramatic reading of this interaction. Do your dramatic reading, Colin. Here it goes. You want me to read this? Siri asked in a low whisper, mindful of the priests who might be listening. The God King nodded. It says, stories for children, Siri said, confused. He turned the book around, looking at it himself. He rubbed his chin in thought. What's going on, she thought. It didn't seem like he was going to bed her. Did he instead expect her to read a story to him? She couldn't imagine him asking for something that childish. She looked up at him again. He turned the book around, pointing at the first word. He nodded toward it. Stories? Siri asked. 
He pointed at the word. She looked closely, trying to discern some hidden meaning or mysterious text. She sighed and looked up at him. Why don't you just tell me? He paused, cocking his head. Then he opened his mouth. By the waning light of the hearth's fire, Ciri saw something shocking. The God King of Halandrin had no tongue. First off, I feel like that whole interaction until the tongue thing is very wholesome. Yeah, even with the tongue thing, he's... It's just, it's so wholesome. Yeah, like, he's like, just yeah, all quietly. Me. Yeah, read it's so wholesome. Uh, which I was not, when I was reading this chapter, not expecting for the God yeah. King to be wholesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, when she sees he has no tongue, she, she like, is startled and jumps back a little bit. Yeah. Also, uh, she th- thinks it through, and it makes sense. Someone mm-hmm. must have intentionally removed this guy's tongue so that he couldn't use his immense and that's breath. why that's why he can't awaken because we mm-hmm. know that he can't awaken and that's why because he has, he's got so much but they don't want him to use it to don't. awaken yeah so uh somebody intentionally cut out this guy's tongue which is terrible and also it's because they don't want him to learn they refuse to teach him to read yeah. that's why he has this children's book mm-hmm. um which he is very protective of by the way he yeah. like holds it to his chest and not let her like touch and it he also when she jumps back, he like looks ashamed and feels bad, which yeah. is so sad. And she says she she apologizes and says, "I was not like startled by the fact you had no tongue. I was startled by figuring out why they would have done that to you. Like that's so that's so disgusting of a thing to do to a person." Yeah. Um, and then he sits back down, and she's like, "You um, can't read." Yeah. Uh, she while she apologizing, she touches his arm. By the way, which makes him stiffen. Yeah. But, uh, she actually touches him. Uh, the she realizes the God King's just a figurehead. He's yeah. not actually in charge. He can't make any commands. How does Bluefingers know? I don't know. But I guess. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because the priests obviously know. Because the priests in this world are clearly not good people. Yeah. Uh, so he's not taught anything. So he has to not learn his breath. And then the book, chapter ends with a freaking great line. Uh, ends with her teaching the letters throughout the book. Yeah. And it says, the, she says, the priests were right to be worried. Yes. Which is so cool. She says, that is so good because she literally has said like, well, she tells him it's like, she'll, she, like, you know, she'll teach him. Yeah. And she mentions the fact that um, they obviously, the priests want to control him because yeah. he can't read, he can't talk, he can't do anything. And he's just a figurehead. He's literally a puppet. And that's why they're worried about her talking or kissing uh-huh. or like. And that's why they told her not to touch him, not yeah. to like kiss him, not to do anything, let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Because. They yeah. were worried that he she might try and do something. And the priests were right to be worried because Siri is a bad word. <laughs> She's so cool. God. Siri's so cool. She's teaching this guy the letters. She, ah, I love but her. But can we talk about how wholesome the God King is? Yeah, it, Not right? what I ever thought I would right? say. Never thought it. It is okay, so sad. You know what's so funny? Oh my gosh, so hold on. sad for him. You know what's so funny? I had literally said at the beginning of this that I thought the God King was probably going to actually be a really good guy. Mm-hmm. I was freaking <laughs> right. Let's go. And it's, it's, it's the story is so sad of him of a guy who was destined to get this much breath. So they cut out his tongue so he couldn't use the breath because they're yeah. scared of him. And also they refuse to teach him anything. So he has the a, a he, he doesn't know how to read. He doesn't yeah. know things because they don't want to teach anything. him. And part of the reason they don't teach him is because people think he's God. So unless they know that they're not teaching him, if the like think about this. If a priest is not told that God the God King doesn't know things, yeah. the priest is going to assume the God King knows everything and therefore not want to teach him anything. Uh-huh. He's God. He's yeah. he is God. Why do I need to teach this God anything? I want to know. I'm curious to see what priests know and what priests don't. Because we know Trellides Blue Fingers knows. Do you think Trellides Trellides definitely knows. 100% does Trellides yeah, know. Yeah, he's the first, he's the top guy. He 100% knows. I would doubt. I would literally die if Trellides didn't know. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. I feel like uh, we know Blue Fingers obviously knows something. I don't know if he knows yep. the whole th- thing, but we know he knows something. Mm-hmm. I am curious, though, what he meant. Because he said that it would be dangerous for both Siri and for the God King. I wonder why that is. Theories? I feel like if they have a kid, they'll just kill them. They just get rid of them. Would be my guess. Both? God King too? Yeah, for sure. Fair they enough. got a kid now. We yeah. don't need you anymore. Stab. Stab. Um, <laughs> all right. So I also I want theories about what Siri and the God King are going to get to. What they're going to do. They're going to become besties. I yeah. was right when I said they were going to become best friends. They literally are. Yeah. I. Well, Siri's going to teach him to read mm-hmm. for sure. It is interesting to me, though, because their microphones, or however, I guess they probably don't have microphones, but however they're listening, however the priest listening, must not be very good if they can oh, whisper. It's it's through the wall. Uh, I guess Blue that's Finger, true, they can whisper. Bluefingers, uh, sh- like, eyeballed the door. So they're, they're in the next room over with their ears against the wall. That's kind of their thing. So that's okay. that's how they're listening. 
I am surprised that they can't look in because well, the whole thing is if you see the God King naked, you get like that's a big deal. Yeah, but they obviously don't respect him at all. Well, we don't know. So. We don't know how many of the people actually know that the God King can't. That's talk. true. That we is o- true. We only know that Bluefinger for some reason does, and probably Tr- Trilides does because of the way Trilides acts. Yeah. So we don't know how many. It, it might be a well kept secret in the palace. Most people think the God King can actually do crap. Yeah. And he might. Di- it might just be like only a few can- don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like and, there has to be a point where you would wonder why he doesn't ever talk. It's 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 an era of it's an era of power. It's a, it's the idea of yes. this silent king is controlling everything. We don't like yeah. And, and the people are taught that he is all powerful. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants with the snap true. of the fingers. Like that's he. That's why people are scared to be around him. They think he's going to murder them because he just can. Yeah. So that's it's so sad. He, it's it's a, such king, a sad story. We finally got to see him like actually interact. Yeah. Finally, and not just sit there. And he's so wholesome. And this is why I kept saying God King has room to grow because I knew this chapter was coming and it will grow. I uh, just love that I was right that he was actually not as horrible as he was supposed a, to be. You did a great job with that theory. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that is actually uh, one of my sister who listens texted me and said, Sydney guessed it chapter one. What the heck? <laughs> the first chapter we saw the God King. That I was feel like guess. it just made sense. Yeah, it's a good guess. Um, <laughs> I'm just great at I'm great I'll, at coming up with theories. Of course, yeah, because you theorize everything. You make every possible thing that could happen a yep. theory, so that you're always right. Because <laughs> no one focuses on the long ones. So, but that was my first theory. It was like, this is what's gonna happen. God King's gonna be a great dude. He's so wholesome. Absolutely, I love him now. He might be my new favorite character. You think so? I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't think so. Moving but... on, we finally see the man, the myth, the legend, Vasher. Tax. Tax. <laughs> oh gosh, yep. I I don't know how I feel about Vasher anymore. Mm. We'll get to that later when we do the rank the characters thing. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so here's chapter twenty one. So we see Vasher. Vasher's on top of the God King's palace. Absolutely, which is so funny. He's talking to Nightblood, and Nightblood's like complaining about the sunset because apparently Nightblood doesn't like sunsets, even no. though he can't see them. He says he says he can. He well he can. He says he can experience Vasher seeing them, so he can. Sense but he Vasher calls the Nightblood dramatic. Yeah, which makes me think he doesn't like doesn't like that's fair sunsets, um, but we do learn that uh, Nightblood has a very twisted biochroma, yeah. so that it can sense life and people, and um, so Nightblood have been uh, created to protect, but uh, I think Nightblood does more killing than protecting, mm-hmm. um, and so. Vasher makes, he's standing on top of the God Palace. He makes his clothes come to life. And so now he's gone down from the fifth. He's the fifth heightening, right? Yeah. He starts at the fifth. Yeah. He goes down from the fifth heightening to the, like the second, because he commands his clothes to awaken and strengthen him. So can I tell you, the, can I say the exact like two things he does? Yes. So he makes his pants, uh, strengthen me is what he says is the pants. Yes. Uh, to make them basically an extra set of bones that catches his fault, like dampens his falls and stuff. And then the, he has tassels that run up his sleeve. That he, I forget the exact command he gives. He says, upon call, become my fingers and grip. So that's, he says, a very, very specific uh, command that takes a lot of envisioning, a lot of practice, and a lot of breath Uh to make uh, a, your your tassels act upon when you need them and become your fingers. So it's it's such a specific thing. It's cool that he did it. Yeah. Um, So he gets off. The, the God King's palace and is sneaking around and Nightblood cracks me, cracks me up in this part because Nightblood is judging every single thing Vasher <laughs> does, which is. is so funny. He's, Sassy Nightblood. You're bad at sneaking. He Why goes, is sneaking your goes, strategy? Sneaking Vasher? You're terrible at sneaking. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. He's funny. Um, and then Nightblood says, you, sh- you should attack. You're good at that. And Vasher's just like, you just want to prove how strong you just are. You kill things. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. But Nightblood just kind of Judges him this entire time, which is really funny. Yep. Also, and wait, real quick. Vasher draws color from the blackness of the marble of the God King's Palace, making some yes. gray spots. So, because because awakening that uses words, breath, and color, the three things that need to happen. And black is considered a color. And black is a color. So there's blotches of the God King's Palace now that have just like little gray spots where he had touched. Which That's is all. Really kind of funny. It, yeah, it's interesting. Um, and so he's walking through the court of gods, and he comes. Well, he's looking for because he got information from Bebed. Right, it was Bebed, I think. Wasn't that his name? Uh, the was, priest. Was it Bebed? Was that was that the guy? I, I don't remember. He got information from a priest. Yes, I think it was Bebed. Yeah, but he got the information, and he's trying to find return that aren't like super into politics, mm-hmm. because you know he doesn't like blush waver and stuff. He doesn't want to like deal with them. Yeah, and so he goes to find the returned named. 
uh, Mercy Star is the the return he's looking for, so the god he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And he gets to her her palace, and he comes upon these two guards who have literally no way of stopping him. They don't have like any kind of weapon or anything. Yeah, they're just there to basically be like, "Don't go in." Mm-hmm. And so Vasher pretends to be this old guy, and he kind of comes up upon uh, upon uh, this also soldier, he, a little bit like insane. Yes, like insane guy who comes upon, and. This is kind of sad, but the the man says, like, let's get you back and see if we can find a shelter for you that's still open. And Vasher is like, crap, I don't want to hurt this guy. He's nice. Like, he mm-hmm. feels guilty for a split second. Yeah. And then proceeds to try and choke him out, <laughs> which is not ideal. It seems like a very Vasher thing to do. Yeah. And by the way, you say try to choke him out. Well, he does choke him out. He proceeds but to But he doesn't successfully. kill him. He, choke, he doesn't kill him. He chokes out one with his with his tassel fingers and stomps on the other one's neck until he they both pass out. Yeah, but he doesn't kill them. And Nightblood's like upset about it. Nightblood's like, why didn't you let me kill them? Yeah, but he says uh, two unconscious men is much less of a raising an alarm than two dead corpse two corpses. Yes. So he's trying to avoid corpses in this part. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just trying to make him sound a little better by saying he just left them well, yeah. alive. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's trying but to avoid Nightblood, corpses. Nightblood wants them to die. Of course, that's what Nightblood's whole deal is yes. murder. Nightblood's <laughs> very into murder, um, but he keeps going. He goes into the building, mm-hmm. so into this uh, god's palace, and comes upon more uh, people. So he comes upon some servants. Four, a group of four servants. Yes, a group of four servants. He commands a rope to come to life, and the rope wraps around. First off, Vasher missed his aim, was trying to aim for the neck, and ended mm-hmm. up catching the guy's arms. Yep. And so Vasher's got to, like, fight him and all that fun jazz. Wait, I, can, I want to describe the fight. Can we describe the fight? Go for it. So he gets the rope around the first guy's arms, pulls him towards it, and then Vasher's next course of action is he throws the uh, throws Nightblood at the other three with the hilt on everything, just throws it. One of them stops and is like entranced by Nightblood. Yeah. And the other two take keep going, keep running. Uh, and then the guy unclaps, the guy who's entranced picks up Nightblood and, and unclasps it. Tell him what happens when they unclaps, unclasp Nightblood. <laughs> Nightblood, uh, this te- like dark tendril kind of comes out of yeah. him and starts going towards the guy. Yeah. Feeding, and, feeding off the guy. Yes. And then. Vasher actually stops Nightblood from killing the guy. Yeah, he just which ten out of ten, Vasher. Good job, you yeah. didn't kill him. Uh, and I want you to read. I want you to read. I have a dramatic reading. I have it. I have it. Uh, it saved in mind that I want you to read for us. Okay, it's a really short one. So give us a dramatic reading of, of this part of the book. There you go. Okay. You didn't let me kill him. Nightblood said, annoyed. No, Vasher said. Corpses, remember? And two ran away from me. That's not right. You cannot tempt the hearts of men who appear, Nightblood. No matter how much he explained that concept, it seemed beyond the sword's ability to comprehend. So, that's something to know. Nightblood can't uh, kill people who have pure hearts. So when they when when Vasher throws the sword, those who have not pure hearts get entranced and try and pick up and open Nightblood. Those with pure hearts do not. Yeah, which that's is something to know. Something to know. Yeah, and Nightblood, that's why the that's two weird. the two two of the servants walked away, and then the one yeah picked him up. And hey, real quick, what does that tell you about Vasher? Vasher is not pure. Well, actually, no, because Vasher doesn't. That's interesting, because Vasher can have him with him, but doesn't, Nightblood doesn't hurt Vasher and doesn't doesn't force him to unclasp every other wonder, person who's stolen. Like almost as if they must unclasp unclasps yeah. it and kills things. I wonder. I almost wonder if Nightblood was created for Vasher. Maybe, but yeah. Mm. So for, as far as we know, Vasher. He could be pure because he doesn't use Nightblood, but could be not pure because yeah. he keeps Nightbloods. Well, we don't know yet, but that's something to think about. Mm. I didn't think about that. That's interesting. Yeah. And so that happens. They knock everybody out. Well, the two get away. Well, yeah, that is true. The two get away. Um, but they knock out the one and then the one that Nightblood tried to kill. Yep. And uh, Vasher pulls out a squirrel from his pocket, a dead squirrel. Yeah. And uh, makes it a lifeless, which... It's interesting that you can also make animals mm-hmm. lifeless. I never really thought about that. And gives away one of his breaths, so he's never getting that breath back. Yeah, I I have some things that we, about how lifeless get made that I want yeah. to talk about. Um, you, you finish telling all things. Well, he commands... The command is interesting because he has to command with this security phrase, yep. which in this case, he's made the security phrase fall on rope because that was the first thing that came to his head. Yeah. And the security phrase... Out. So he has to say the, the security phrase when the animal comes to life he says it 
And then he says what he wants the animal to do. So he says, make noise, run around, bite people who are not me. And then he says the security phrase again. And that means that the animal can no longer be commanded by anyone. Yeah. Unless they say the security phrase. Yes. Um, also, I, I think it's interesting. It takes one breath to awaken a dead body, which is not many for no. a dead thing. And then no. also, it's one it's, it's one breath that you cannot get back, which is an interesting detail because uh, most of the things that you, that you awaken, you can... Your breath to mind recover it after a while. Yeah. Lifeless are permanent. You cannot you cannot un uh unawaken. But they also follow you forever. Yeah, they which follow I mean your I guess your awakened stuff would too. Yeah. But the lifeless are live things. Ish. Or they were alive at one yeah. time. And also they feed off the color of their bodies. That's why lifeless are gray. Yes. They feed off the, their own color. But he states uh Vasher said something about the fact that he likes using squirrels mm-hmm. because you can't really tell the difference that much between a lifeless squirrel and a real squirrel. Because they're already kind of gray. Yeah. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah, That's really, really smart. smart. Really smart. And so that squirrel is then making a ruckus. I kinda wonder if the bigger the lifeless, the more breath you have to use to get it awake. Well, maybe, but we don't know that. Yeah, I just wonder. For, but for a squirrel, like he used he used what was it, twenty five breath to awaken the straw thing on the first the first yeah. chapter. So I don't know if size matters, but Maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. It just would make sense. Yeah, we'll see. Um, So Vashilis, the squirrel, go off to ca- cause chaos. And he goes and they find... in. So he's still in the building. Yeah. And they find this, like, trap door, which is shocking because they're... Like, the palaces are only supposed to be one floor. There should not be a trap door there. But there is, meaning that, you know, the priests or somebody is not telling the truth somebody's got some secret from the gods area. there's yeah. secret passages the gods don't know about in their palaces yeah what? that's wild that is wild Th- these two chapters taught us taught us so much about the god king taught us about awakening taught us about how night blood works taught us about yeah. secrets going on in the past taught us about secrets in the, every palace and all the all the priests have and uh death taught us about uh lifeless a little bit more with parlin death taught us about what vasher's backstory like we learned so much in these three chapters we do yeah. That before we go to rank those characters, I just want to talk like just about the implications of this for the whole book for a couple. I should also say that's basically where the chapter ends. Oh yeah, sorry. Is he goes down into this trapdoor. Yeah. And thinks about the fact that the iridescent tones, the priests of the iridescent tones, are keeping things from the kingdom and from the gods. And that's Sneaky. Where the chapter ends, which is so interesting because I, I wonder. I really, really wonder. I feel like the priests are actually a lot. Like they're not stronger, but they've just they've got something going on. I think they're mm-hmm. we know they're using the God King as like a figurehead. Yep, and they but do all the debating. I think that the gods are just there to like be, you know, this cool. Let's worship this, and the priests are doing everything in the background. Yeah, and it's- also, oh my gosh, I just thought about this. Do you think Larmar knows? Do I think Larmar knows? That's a good question. Cause, cause <gasps> I if, hope not. If he does, and he actually is a good person we think he is, he would definitely have told. I hope not. That's a great question. I hope Larmar doesn't know. Because if he knows, he obviously hasn't told Light Song. Yeah. So if he knows, it means he's lying to Light Song, and Larmar is not as good of a person as we think. Yeah. I'm going to hold up the hope that Larmar doesn't know. Yeah, I hope Larmar doesn't know. Yeah, I do too, because... I'd actually be upset. I yeah, I wanted to be. I want them to be. But like, <sighs> these chapters are so cool because like, the God King now. Now they know God King and Siri know, so they're hopefully they'll figure out like a way to communicate the two of them. Yeah, I love that Siri just like, yeah, the priests are gonna be scared of me. I'm gonna I'm gonna start making a freaking riot. I wonder if she's gonna teach the God King how to write. Maybe. Like, she'll obviously teach him how to read first. Yeah. But I would be willing to bet she teaches him how to write so that he can communicate with her. Mm. And then maybe he starts communicating with... So I don't know how that would work because I don't know how she would be able to get... But I guess if she goes to... Cause she's going to be there by herself now. I bet she could somehow figure out a way to sneak paper and pencil in. Yeah, maybe. Um, it also would be a whole thing of, like... It's an issue of, I taught him how to write so that he can try to take command. But also, if he starts writing, they're going to know that I taught him and kill me. 
Yeah. So there's there's a whole like thing going on now, but she's gonna cause a mess, and I love that. Woo! Wreck things, Siri. Wreck just, things. Oh, I love how wholesome the God King is. So is Vivenna. Vivenna's also about to cause a riot. She's Vivenna's about to cause a hot. Two sisters are gonna cause riots in completely different aspects. And freaking Vasher's causing a whole thing too. People know that someone just snuck into the palace and is now somewhere in the palace because they've. But they don't know where because they don't. Most people probably don't know about this trapdoor. Yeah, but there's a, there's an awakened squirrel running around. They know somebody was there. And two, two, <laughs> two people saw it. Four people saw him. Yeah. Six people saw him. The two guards and the four servants. Yeah. All can confirm there's a dude in the palace somewhere. There's a dude in the palace somewhere with a with a sword that can kill people. A sword that can tempt the unpure and make those people murder others and then themselves. Yeah. And when they get murdered, they it leaves a black like infection in their thing from yeah. the sword because the sword le- leaks. Uh, gas that's like a liquid at tendrils and eats off your does soul. Night what? Blood even, does Nightblood even like stab like a normal sword? Every time they Well, yeah, because every time they find him through the like the well, chest. Well, they find him still in his sheath through the t- chest of somebody. Yeah. So that's even weirder. More intense, yeah. for sure. But like, the crap that happens in these chapters is so intense. And I'm excited for the next chapter. I don't actually, I've not looked ahead. I don't know what happens in the next chapter. But the fact that the it's so long. long chapter 22. Uh, makes me think that, uh, some crap probably happens. Or maybe I'm wrong and it's just one long chapter for no reason. That would be funny. That would be so funny. Uh, but no, there's... there's. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for this book because I know where it's going. And there's so many good points in this book. But I think for me, the first time reading it, that was the one that stuck with me the most. The the reveal of the God King, the lack God of tongue. King. Honestly, I think that might be my favorite chapter. I just feel yeah. like the God King hit so different in that. He just seems so wholesome and so like... Yeah. Sweet. Like, I mean, that I just feel so bad for him that he just has now become, instead of this scary guy, he has now become this super wholesome guy who just wants to read. And I also like the fact that um, he, I feel like the, like, weeks leading up to this were just him, like, seeing if he could trust Siri. Mm-hmm. And then since she's done all this, like, weird stuff and, like, disobeying the rules that she's supposed to follow... He's mm-hmm. decided that he can trust her into like teaching him how to read, which is also very wholesome. That is also very wholesome. I agree. That's just my thoughts. I don't know if that's actually the reasoning, but that would make sense to me. I agree. That's it's this is a good book, man. <laughs> I got so invested. I'm enjoying this book quite a bit. Um, so yeah, now we're now we're uh, all cut up. Now it's time to rank the characters yeah it's time to get into it yes let's let's go this is gonna be an interesting one i've got a lot of thoughts yeah let's get it you ready yeah so i'll read our week seven list so here's our our list from week seven we have siri light song larmar nightblood blue fingers blushweaver denth tonkfa vasher vavenna god king parlin maidservants mab fafin nanrova yarda inhana bebid dedelin and then our wish you were dead tier trilities (laughs) <laughs> Which is so mean. And then our actual dead tier, Var, Lemmix, and Helen. I think uh, Charlie deserves to stay there, though, because he definitely, he oh, yeah, now he sure. knows there's like a whole underbelly thing going on there. Or we assume he knows. We don't actually yeah. know. And also, knows, but... but we know he knows he's abusing the God King. So we know that that's existing, extant. Yeah. So that's also some. Um, so, first person we saw, Vivenna. Yeah. What's um, she doing? She she had a so panic right attack now, about. Vivenna is, right now, Vivenna is below Vasher, above God King. I think, first of all, I have to say, I think the God King moves up at some yeah, point. I we'll think talk God about King, him more probably I think later, she stays but... there probably. She doesn't do much. She kind of just, she freaks out about having a lifeless. She freaks I out about almost... the idea of awakening. That's pretty much all she does. She's, I'm not she, sure how I feel about Vasher. She doesn't like, she doesn't like the plan to, oh, we'll get to him. Okay. But well, ultimately, we've... I think she stays in the same spot. Like, uh, like I don't think, I don't think she did anything to move herself up a rank. Yeah. I think other people may have done stuff above her to move them down so she moves yeah. up inherently. But I think her on her own. Doesn't have to do anything that particularly moves her up or yeah, down. Yeah, I agree. Um, Parlin didn't do anything at all. He doesn't even need to be talked about. Yeah. I don't know why it says he's here. Uh, Denth? Denth and... Tonk I feel like Denth to stay. Where, where are they? Right now, they're below Blushweaver and above Vasher. I think they go above Blushweaver. Both of them above Blushweaver? Yeah, Blushweaver. Blushweaver is a, a bad woman, and these two seem like good people, and they're also more interesting. I wonder in my, in my opinion. what Blushweaver knows. We don't know. We'll see. Because I would assume none of the gods know about the whole priest thing. Yeah. But. You assume, though. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They could. 
But I wonder if Blush Weaver knows more than she lets on and is trying to stop the priests. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe. Anyways, moving woo, on. Woo, 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 woo. New character alert, Jules. Yes, Jules. I don't. She don't didn't do much. She really, kind. She was really, really like her. She was mean like, to Claude. Yeah. Like he's dead. He doesn't know any better. But I it still don't makes really it, like her. But I don't like dislike her. She seemed to not like Vivenna. Uh, I think she goes two slots below directly in the middle. That's where I put her. What? <laughs> like if you put her, in, if you put her directly in the middle. And then, like, down two from I there. think she needs to go below Parlin. Yeah. So, Vivenna's about right Who's right below Parlin? Maidservants. She goes below them. Who's below Maidservants? Mab. Above Mab. I, that's where I put okay. her. She so, was mean. She didn't do much. There. Jules above Mab, below Maidservants. Claude goes to the top of dead tier because he's a dead guy. <laughs> I wonder, do you think we should make a lifeless tier? Well, the, I, so far it's the only one we know. We might we might okay. separate out, make a lifeless tier later. Okay. But, but for right now, now, Claude's top of dead tier. Claude he, is top of because he's tier. kind of alive, but mostly dead. Yes, he's I only agree. mostly dead. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like Claude will kind of be a funny character. Maybe not but he, that he'll probably have any like do anything because he's dead and has no yeah. soul. But yeah. I feel like he could be an interesting character. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next chapter twenty. Here are the characters we know. Uh, Siri stays at the top. Stays at the top. She for did sure. a great job this She's chapter. She's been at the top for eight weeks. <laughs> uh, Blue fingers. Blue fingers, I, I think like he stays get, right above Denth and Tonkva. I think he, he might go down below them actually, because he because he he is now not helping her any further. Uh, I guess, but, but he, he did give her a hint. I think he stays. You're I right. think he stays. Yeah, I feel Gawking! like he's risking oh, his sorry. life. Sorry, I was still talking <laughs> I was, about blue fingers. Yeah, I, was, I said it so aggressively, <laughs> and so loud. <laughs> okay, God King has God to move King! up one hundred percent. He has to go up. I think he goes second. Really? I think he goes up a lot. Above Light Tongue? Yeah, I think. Because, so, no, his character is so sad, but from everything we've seen about him, people are twisting him to be a bad person in series That's eyes. That's true. For, out of fear. He is, so far, all he wanted he's her to do was. Yeah, he's her. scared of her. He wants her to read stories. He wants to learn. He hasn't been allowed to learn. He has got his tongue cut out. I yeah. think he's the second best character. I feel like the way he just acts in this, he's just, it's so wholesome because yeah. he's like, when he, like, thinks that she's, like, freaked out about him about yeah. not him not having a tongue he's ashamed of it he yeah. backs away he doesn't like force her to read he's, he's very like, human he's like i can honestly okay this is so weird but i can picture him like just being like that really like shy guy yeah who's like just slowly pushing the book towards it and those like big like puppy dog eyes yeah i don't know why but that's, he, what I that's exactly how i picture him too actually <laughs> uh he he's very very humanized in uh-huh. this chapter which i think is good i think he's a great character i in my yeah. opinion he's second you can try and argue me you know else. i'm fine with that okay actually which is so funny because he, we've had Light Song be second for so long, and Light Song just got knocked by the stinking god. King. He might come back later, but I just I feel like there was it was such a good thing that he did. Yeah, that uh, or such a big like good moment for him for like character reasons that it makes sense that he would. I agree. Um, alrighty, uh, moving on. That's all the char- characters in chapter twenty. Yeah. Uh, moving on, twenty one Vasher. Where is he now? I think Vasher has to go down. You think so? I just he killed the one guy, and you don't you like Death, and you don't like he doesn't uh, Death don't like him. Just something about I don't know. Just something about like I really like Denth and Tongfa, right? And we don't know the guy that Vasher killed, mm-hmm. but I really really like Denth and Tongfa, and I just I feel so bad for them, and yeah. because of that, Vasher just upsets me. That's fair. And he just doesn't. I feel like. Now the fact that we think that he wants to kill Bavenna also does not make me super happy. Yeah. So I think Vasher has to go down, at least below Bavenna. Yeah. Like if he goes below Bavenna above Parlin, do you think? Uh, That's fair. Do you think that's fine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. And then Nightblood. Nightblood. Um, I don't feel like Nightblood needs to do much. Stay Where above. is he? He right now is below Laramar and above Bluefingers. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine? Yeah, I think it's good. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Is there anybody else? Nope, that's everyone. All right, Sydney, go ahead and read us the okay. entire finished list. Our week eight list. Here we go. So we have Siri, the God King, Light Song, Larmar, Nightblood, Bluefingers, Denth, Tongfa, Blushweaver, Vivenna, Vasher, Parlin, Maidservants, Jewels, Mab, Fafin, Nanrova, Yarda, Inhana, Bebid, Dedelin, and then our Wish You Were Dead Tier trilogies, and then our Dead Tier, <laughs> Claude, Var, Lemmix, and Hallen. 
We're getting a big list, baby. We are getting this a long is a list. Crazy. I love that the God King went from like the middle all yeah. the way up to the second one. Well, at the beginning, he was in the dead tier because we liked he him so little. He was the dead tier. Yeah, we liked him he so little. He was at the bottom of the dead tier. He was as low as you could get. Lower than Trellides. And now he's second. And then he was in double dead tier for a while. Because we hated him. Because we hated him so much. <laughs> and now he's in the second. Literally, week three, he was double. We created a double dead tier to put the God King in. Yeah. And now he is all the way up to the second. Love how love how the things change. As yeah, as times go. Uh, yeah. So that's the, it for this episode. If you have books, so we're approaching halfway. We're not quite halfway through this chapter, this book, but we're approaching there. Uh, if you have books that you think are better for us to read, like not better, but if you have books you w- would like us to read on the show eventually, let us know. Feel free to co- reach out to us. If you yeah. go to prattpodcast.com slash contact, there's a whole contact page. You can reach out and send us that, or on social medias, message us. Uh, speaking of social medias, we are uh, just go to the website, go to prattpodcast.com slash fantasy book club or just prattpodcast.com and you'll see all of our social medias there. You can follow us. You can you can yeah. see all the all the stuff we make and join our discord, which is in the description of this episode. Go do it. That was where another place you can reach out and talk to us. We uh, will make that better soon. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, check out stories by Sydney. Which is Sydney's website where she posts her stuff. It is my website. It needs updated. It does need updated. As she always says. Uh-huh, um, I'm going to probably say that for a while because yeah. I don't have time right now to update it. Four years from now, it needs updated. Honestly, it might be. <laughs> uh, but no, also, uh, feel free and go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We It really, really helps. We would super yes. appreciate if you did that. We- uh, we love you guys, but we love you a little extra if you do it. Yeah, because we, you know, we we <laughs> make these shows. We couldn't, we I couldn't make it out with Sydney. Sydney couldn't make it without me. Yep. We couldn't make it without you. But what's the point? Um, so we would love it if you would leave us a review to find more of you, so we find can make more it for of you. Yes. Yeah. Or if you're a part of any like uh, groups, Reddit's, uh, Facebook groups, anything for book uh, fantasies, yes. fantasy stuff, you should. Give us a little link in there. Send, just post a little link in there. Uh, yeah. Help us out a bunch. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to, to grow. Yeah. Uh, we really, really appreciate you and everything you guys do. Uh, yeah. I uh, love you. Also, oh. I want to say thank you to Alessia for letting oh, us right. use your, letting Sorry, us use your, song, your song, Wind Runner Remake, as the intro and outro of our program. So that is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A on Spotify. So go check that out. Sorry about that. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode Remember, of Remember, next Club. week we're reading chapter 22, and that's it. Just the one chapter. I, I am way off my game for this <laughs> outro. Say. Wow, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, for putting up with my bull crap. This my is why name. I have a sheet pulled up so I don't forget <laughs> all the things we need to say. <laughs> my name's Colton Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyerly. I love you. Bye. Peace. Why are you still here? The show's over.